with Bitstorm, a comedy game design podcast by usually two guys who know nothing about comedy or game design, but unfortunately, Ben Slinger has had a death in the family, so he will not be here with us today, but I'm Trevor Scott, and I'm joined by two wonderful guests from the Inconsolables, Sammy Deej and Mrs. Lalante. Yeah. Welcome. I technically know something about game design. Well, yes. Yeah. And Things I- have changed a little bit. And I know. More sound design, but yeah. so mrs lalante is a new addition to the inconsolables Mm -hmm. and both ben and i joined her on her tentacle time uh twitch Twitch. Mm. that was a lot of fun it was i had lots of fun with you two (laughs) now we're bringing it back home so we're gonna have a lot of fun tonight playing a little bit of Click Pitch. Click Pitch is a game where we each have a random word generator in front of us, and on a count of three, two, one, click, we're going to click refresh. We're going to take those words, we're going to throw them at each other, and we'll try to come up with some game ideas out of them, and then when it doesn't work, we throw them away, start all over again. (laughs) I like that confidence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're all about the confidence here. Okay, three, two, one, click. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. I've got got nothing. I've got mesh. 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 Yep. They're going to have 3D things. Mm-hmm. Well, mine's retouch. Retouch. Yeah. And mine's 10. Oh my God. This is. 10. <laughs> wait, wait. So, no, don't, don't, don't be like, it's tentacles. No, um, this is a game where you're like, you're like retouching people's photos or they're, oh my God, or you're retouching their faces. Like you're just. <laughs> Because it's a mesh. You don't like the photo that you took, so you retouch their faces instead. You retouch their faces. (laughs) (laughs) You just kind of grab the nose and just straighten it out. Like the old 64, um, Mario 64 loading screen where you just play with his face. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. There's, there's simulators for everything now, right? So the surgeon simulator, there's video game dev simulator, there's park tycoon simulator, whatever. Yep. So this one is like the face tune simulator. Jesus. <laughs> where you... Um, you uh, instead of like a professional stylist for influencers, you're a professional face tuner for stylists, <laughs> and you've got to like upgrade like your computer and your settings and your programs. Um, and it's just like it's one of those stupid like maybe even a cookie clicker type game where you just gotta like <laughs> continuously click to like move cell shades by uh, pixels or something. It just that just makes me think of like Dr. Pimple Popper and it's just like oh. constant <laughs> You have to pop all the pimples. Yeah. All those 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 really horrible web based games from like oh, girlgames.com. No. <laughs> where you have yeah, exactly. Elsa I was thinking the exact same fucking thing. <laughs> what if Elsa, you- but pregnant? Yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of imagining you've got different lamps that you can sort of put on the face, mm-hmm. and depending on what lamp you put on it depends on the shader that actually appears on the face. So you've got the, <laughs> the cell shader, sh- um, shader, then you can pull that off and you can go a more realistic sort of shader, and it's just, you know, a, a nice easy way to actually see all the different, all the different effects. Mm. Did we just make Blender? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe Blender, but it's a game Blender simulator <laughs> And the trick is yeah, it's actually just like a blender Yeah, we've run out of ideas on that one <laughs> <laughs> That's how quick it can work in this place Yeah Okay, I have race Buffoon Impetuosity Imp- Oh, so you went on obscure, eh? I said somewhat uncommon, thank you very much What was the fucking word? Impetuosity. Impetuosity. The quality of making rash or arbitrary decisions in an oh, impulsive so or forceful <laughs> manner. So it's impulsive, <laughs> but it's like we we decided ah, to put like seven different impetuous. Like, thi- impetuous. So violent. There you go. <laughs> violent. Okay, I've forgotten all the other words now. Buffoon, Buffoon race, and race and violent. Oh, so this is this is literally wacky races, right? <laughs> Except instead of like cute animals, they're just like sadistic killers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so so are we, are we getting like um, what was the name? John Wayne Gacy. 
up in there. <laughs> well, um, I, I was thinking it, it's more from the view of like Mario Kart, but it's just different, like sadistic sort of people throwing out like chainsaws and jigs. That sort of stuff. So it's like a like a really really bloody um, Mario Kart, like a cooler twisted metal. Yeah, with all horror mm. characters. So it's like Jason yeah, Voorhees. I, I, and- I think you could actually have you know as as sort of like DLC. Can this be <laughs> can this be Mortal Kombat Kart? Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> well, it's, it's almost like Road Rash to an extent, except it's it's less bikies and more horror dudes. Skulls getting crushed in yep. and stuff. With KOs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of I'm kind of seeing it as almost a a cross between Burnout Paradise and like a Mario Kart, but with a lot more gore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you get hit by a blue shell, you just die. So I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking what I like about like the Burnout Paradise is that you can drive around like a big area, mm. but then when a race starts, like you know you're all there and you're all just sort of like firing stuff out at you know pedestrians and all that sort of stuff. So it's sort of like a bit of Carmageddon, bit of um, bit of Mario Kart, bit of everything else all in one. Yeah, except Burnout mm. Paradise is in a post-apocalyptic world where humans are gone. <laughs> But in this case, it's the the humans are back. Now we've got to run off the road. Could it could it be like the cars are like like uh not anthropomorphic? Like the cars are like the evil things. So like you got like the Disney cars, and instead of you the drivers being the horror things, it's like horror themed cars, and they've got like chainsaws on the cars. Wait, so you're making Lightning McQueen try and commit genocide? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not sure if Dizzy will go for that. You know, like thing. put spikes out the side of your wheels. And <laughs> With, you know, decapitated heads on them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mommy, mommy, buy me the Lightning McQueen game. He's got so many friends. <laughs> Uh, with no oh God. bodies. Okay, so what are some of the power-ups that you guys are thinking? Obviously, there's chainsaws, mm-hmm. because you want to be able to throw out, like, a chainsaw bomb at someone, and it just think. sort of- There definitely has to be a fish tank that pops up a shark with a laser on its head. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> nice. Yep. I'm trying I like to think that. of, like, horror movies that I've seen that have like, cars in them. Yeah, if we go in, like, Mario Kart toony style, we can go, like, over-the-top bullshit, you right? could, You could, you could oh, have yeah. a thing, like, in Final Destination 3, spoilers, sort of, um, where, like, if you run into the back of someone, it pops out the engine and it just, just grinds someone with, like, the fan on the engine. Oh. Watch Final um, Destination or you, or 3. Or you can do so the... Or you can do the Final Destination 2 of you send a truck with lots of um, poorly tied down logs onto the um, yeah onto the back of it, yeah. and, and it just all sort of goes down and, and, like, takes out people. I feel like that can't be a power-up. I feel like that has to be almost like when you have in Mario Kart, yeah, where you have, like, the obstacles, and you mm. just have, like, yeah. one of those, like, at this, like, like it's, it's like the leading car, and it's constantly dropping logs, so you've got to be, like, dodging around them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except the logs are on fire. Yeah. I mean, logs are pretty dangerous, like, if you've watched Final Destination. Admittedly, they don't bounce as much as they do. Hi, have we met? Yeah, you should watch <laughs> Final Destination. It's the best. Uh- how about fuck no? It's a great fantasy movie. Have you ever seen a log bounce as high <laughs> as like, yeah, it, they're basically logs made out of flubber, except they kill people. It's great. It's a great movie. I'm sick of your lies, Sammy. <laughs> it is a great movie. I love it, honestly. It, it's it's a good fun film. Most of the time, it's just so deliciously unrealistic. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I, f- I feel like you could have the logs come in like uh like you you get a power up which, which brings an airstrike raid. You could like send in the logs. Oh and, my god! You know, a truck like comes onto the the racetrack and blops the logs off. Or oh my or god, something. that could be like the that could be like the blue shell, yeah. the giant logs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and you know, like the new um, uh, the new Smash Brothers, you could pick up companions that like just come in for a few seconds during the race and just like ram the shit out of other cars, <laughs> 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 like a garbage truck with like metal grinding hmm. teeth garbage at the front. D. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta take out the trash. <laughs> okay, so we're getting we're getting Mrs. Lalante to do all the voiceover. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought I, I thought I okay. did a pretty good garbage day impression. 
I need okay, to watch three that to one movie. Click. Yeah. Three to one click. Okay. Oh, what? Okay. Okay. Epoch, which is a period of time. Okay. Snowdrift. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yellow. Oh, God. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Anything with yellow snow is bad. I mean, two of these go together and one kind of just is vague. <laughs> Unless it's going to be like yellow snowdrift, but it's in Victorian England or something. <laughs> oh, no. oh, my God. Cartwrighter. <laughs> That's a reference. You have to watch the inconsolables to get that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my>. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm just. <laughs> I'm still on yellow snow. Uh. So mature. Okay, so let let's think of what what could be a game that <laughs> has yellow snow for some reason. I mean, I was still thinking of a racing game because there's drift right there and the thing. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, what is a snow drift specifically? Like, it's what if what if this is like one of those cheap little flash games that. Is all over the internet, and you just have to try and pee on a snowball. The snow drifts by. You've just got to try and aim your winky and pee on a snowball. Okay, a snowdrift is a deposit of snow sculpted by wind into a mound during a snowstorm. Snowdrifts resemble sand dunes and are formed in similar ways, namely by wind moving light snow and depositing it when the wind has virtually stopped. Hmm. Cool. Uh, So that's actually kind of cool. Um... Yellow snow is basically, I'm thinking, rather than it being pissed snow, um, it's actually, like, radioactive snow. Ooh. Okay. This is, like, a period in time in which there's been a massive, like, nuclear fallout. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's now come into nuclear winter and the yellow snow <laughs> Literal is Literal nuclear rather- winter. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking it's like a, a light RPG game in which, you know, you can only go outside for very short short periods of time and- all that sort of stuff. You've got to so we're making, sort of navigate the yellow snow. So we're making mm. what's that? What's that game that went to that I can't remember the name of Metro. Metro. Yeah, we're making Metro. Yep. Sick. Hmm. Metro, but superpowers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going in the other direction. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. We're making Superman Red Sun. I keep making references. I need to be like, no, we're making beautiful original snowflakes. Perfect. No <laughs> references to anything else. Controvers is like, get back on track, Sammy. <laughs> I knew what I was in for I mean, when yeah. I yeah. asked and approved of Sammy joining the podcast. <laughs> it's a snowmobile racing game with a lot of drifting, in which it's only drifting. <laughs> mm. I like that nuclear winter though mm. i wonder because it's like a moment uh, th- what is your word your word was epoch it's like a yeah. moment in time yeah so like when i think of that i think of when you were saying like a light rpg and, and snow i'm thinking some sort of like really may- maybe like the pixel top-down rpg and maybe it's just a, a story about um, somebody growing up and finding out things about their family during the the fallout and and in the yellow snow she's always told to stay away but maybe there's like hidden things in there that she can find out about her past and mm-hmm. her mum always said um, don't eat the yellow snow and <laughs> and then they all sort of chuckled how did how did this yeah. become how did this become like a wholesome family adventure from yellow snow. <laughs> <laughs> well, we talked about radio radiation and stuff. Like, if we're talking like during the apocalypse, that's like horror and terror and crap. But if we're talking like afterwards and after everything's starting to come back, that's more wholesome, there, right? Yeah, <laughs> it, it's a wholesome adventure with mutations and <laughs> and she gets superpowers. <laughs> yeah, it could it could be a bit like Undertale. <laughs> There's like angry flowers in the yellow snow. <laughs> throw seeds at you, <laughs> and and then after a while, then you start seeing like walking mushrooms, and one looks exactly like Toad. <laughs> uh oh, <laughs> too much yellow snow. And, and, and it's not and- actually Toad; she's just hallucinating. It's not. It's not our fault that she hallucinated Toad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I was actually going to say, and then, like, spoiler warning, in the end, she's actually just flatlining because she ate the fucking snow and she's just hallucinated the whole thing. Great. That sounds fun. <laughs> it was all a dream. Everybody loves that. No, and then she yeah. just dies. No, the trick is, if you're going to do that, you have to do it where she's, like, reflecting on her past a bit. Have yeah. to watch Inside a bit like, um, a bit like Sucker Punch. I haven't watched yep. that. Mm. Oh, how have you not watched that? Okay, this, fine. Well, you'll come back to me when you, <laughs> when you watch 12 Days of Christine, because that's a very good episode of Inside Number 9. Just saying. Okay, I'll get back to you on that one. Three to one click. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Just all toilet humor tonight. My word is privy. <laughs> I mean... I- Dinner. <laughs> Oh, fuck off. Molding. <laughs> I don't want to. Can we, can we re-roll on that? Molding dinner privy. What, what, what is toilet humor about privy? Isn't privy just knowing something? Uh, I always saw privy as like a bathroom. What? Yeah. It's an outhouse. What? I've never heard of that. I've literally only known the previous one sharing in knowledge of. Yeah, that's an yes. adjective as a noun. It's a toilet that's outside of the house. <laughs> what? Because it's private? That's called a privy? Yeah, I don't I've know. Never it's heard a of that. Thing. Or a person having part or interest in any action, matter, or thing. Yeah, hmm. so let's focus on that one for a sec, eh? Yep. Okay, so. <laughs> so it's. So Phoenix Wright, something, something, something. I've already forgotten what my word is. Molding. Molding dinner. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking with molding and dinner, mm-hmm. you could either take it in a couple of different ways. So you enter into this, into this house and you see this wonderful dinner sort of all laid out, but you see spots of mold on the dinner. Mm. Mm. Or someone has, has shoved all the dinner into like molds and has made like little houses out of the dinner. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> or maybe you're magical. And you mold clay into things that look like dinner, and then presto. Or maybe you're all imagining this because of a hallucinogenic mold that's grown (laughs) in your basement. And only you are privy to the magic. Ah. Okay, so (laughs) that's one way of describing it. The the actual way of describing it is literally everyone else is sane, and you're an insane person on this hallucinogen (laughs) at this point in time. Okay, so I've been I've been watching um, a lot of videos on those tycoon games that you were talking about before. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Lolante. I'm thinking that in this game, it's kind of like one of those sort of Sims-based games where you play a character who's got all these like secret rooms that he can go around in. Uh, mm-hmm. It's an isometric view. Um, only they're privy to the information that like this is all like a, a test that you're setting up. You've got mm-hmm. a a group of people there as a dinner party, and you've put a psycho like uh, what did you say before, Sammy about a like, crazy a person on hallucinogens, well, hallucinogenic mold, um, mold. Mm. and I'm kind of thinking that that it's all a test to try and see, you know, how crazy some of these people go, and it's more okay. about you know just so is the goal to like get them to like experimenting kill each other, on or? these people. Um, it's almost one of those things of see how far you can get them to go, or can you make them believe that there's that this place is haunted? Because okay. maybe you're trying and this to. Is, um, these are AI players, I'm assuming, because it would be very hard to, con- players, yeah. to convince like real life yeah. players. It's like there's nothing spooky going on in this game that you bought and you saw the synopsis <laughs> of. Yeah. Very normal. They're AI players, just like in The Sims, okay. but okay. you get to. You get to control one person, and that's basically all the stuff that people enjoy doing in The Sims, which is getting people to, you know, enter a room and then deleting the door. But, <laughs> <laughs> but without deleting the door. Dun, dun, dun. I, yeah, I have- you, you get to sort of lock doors and, and just play around and, and try to, like, scare the inhabitants. I have a twist for you. I have Good. a twist for you. Okay. So, instead of... Instead of only playing one, why don't we turn it into a multiplayer and the AI is serving you all this weird shit, right? And it's like a uh, elimination game. And so all the multiplayers, you know, eight players, start off eating a, a dinner and it's got this mold in it. Mm-hmm. And depending on your stats and luck and roll or something, 
it impairs you in some way. So maybe you have to do a test where you have to chop some onions, but everything's <laughs> upside down. All right. Or the screen is like blurring, or maybe uh, it's got colorblind mode on and you can't see reds or something. Um, <laughs> and they get to do make you do some random things. Like if, if we're thinking if it's in a, like a household situation, I'm thinking like a big mansion haunted house. Maybe it's just run up and down the the stairs three times except the controllers are backwards i mean i i'd, I'd love to say that saw movies like cut these onions if you want to live <laughs> like, okay Fact, uh, and, you know you're, you're accidentally chopping your fingers off as you go and then you end yeah up with but like if it was saw i'd be round. just like chop your fingers off do it bitch it's like okay yeah. <laughs> now i'm kind of thinking that one of the people in the house is actually pretty much the the um, mastermind behind this. So you get told at the start, mm-hmm. like one person gets told you, you've been, um, you are the, you are the secret mastermind behind this. Mm-hmm. You just have to act like you're, like you've got shit happening. Yeah. Like a, a town of Salem. So you have to pretend like you're getting all this shit happening too, but you're really not. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I you like got to try and eliminate. You get yeah. Every time, whoever has got the lowest score at the end is eliminated. Yeah. Mm, yep. Or you could just I give everyone cool. guns. Be just like go for it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I also like the idea if you can really fuck with your players, right? I love the idea of you eating this mold food, this hallucinogenic food, and then everybody's screen ends up being very different, but you can't see anybody else's screen, right? Yeah. Um, so it's like chop this onion, and it might look like a big bulbous Ooh. onion, but in 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 reality, it's only a very small onion. So once you finish chopping it up, you think, oh, I've done a really good job chopping this onion. And then it cuts back to the hallucinogenic going away and you like chopped your hand off. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, I <laughs> thought you were just going to be so crying high. a whole lot because of yeah. that real big or, onion. You know what I mean? Like really fucking it was for a the, different the reason. player's <laughs> point of view. I think that would be cool. Like uh, handling sausages, but there's really snakes and it bites you and that's why you've been slowing down this whole time. Because you're dying slowly. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, yeah, I had a like, good catch run. the ball. Then he said it's a bo- it's a bomb or something. I don't know. So it's a very loud ball. <laughs> it's a loud ball. But you know what I mean? Like really fucking with the, the player's point of view and mm. everybody else can see that it's not what it is and you're just like, what? It's fine. And that's why it's in VR. It's like the... Oh, <laughs> God. Yeah. It's like the fucking teppanyaki or whatever thing. Oh, that's such uh, a good idea. Uh, so all over again. Oh, my God. And do you want to eat this this squid? Yes. Yeah, ah, and, and the onion is fish. anthropomorphized. Oh like, don't hurt me, don't hurt me. Well, actually, no, I mean, you are hallucinogenic. When you go to cut something, it screams at you. It goes, ah! <laughs> It especially works if you do it on the players. Yeah. And they'll definitely they'll be like, hmm, you know, it's justified. It screams at you. Okay, so I'm just going to need to put in a, a little warning for headphone users right now. Oh, my God. Turn okay. in your volume. I mean, I'm Three, a headphone two, user, but whatever. One. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I'll I'll drop I'll put a um envelope over it and just pull down the volume <laughs> just a touch. Good work. Okay. Um oh what what I was going to say is I do like the idea of of having the onion anthropomorphized. Yes, because yes, I, of course. I, you I do. do like the idea of just you you go you go to start cutting it and it's like Please don't cut me anymore, sir. <laughs> so, oh. but, then there, but then there's another onion. It's like, you cut me. The oh, fucking mask. Just like that. Just like, yeah. Harder. Give it to Slice me. Slice me harder, baby. Jeez. I love it when you dig your sword in me. Oh, get inside me. Jesus. I was going to like try and take it further, but you've taken it way too far. I can't. I can't go there. I'm done. I win. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, win is is. I mean, you have kind of you know completely degraded your brand beyond repair. So whatever. Are we mad? Are we mad? Oh my god, slice me, daddy. Oh, good. 
Uh, three to one click. Make uh. me cry so I can make you cry. What the <laughs> fuck? Okay, so this game's set in Egypt because I got Sphinx. Mm-hmm. Uh. Microsecond. What? Mystery. Okay. Ooh. So the Sphinx disappeared or something. Microsecond. Ooh, I like that. Sphinx I d- mystery. It's David I, I do like the idea of the um Sphinx mystery. <laughs> mystery of the Sphinx. <laughs> Wait, wasn't there isn't there a thing of the or the riddle of the Sphinx? Yeah. I what what I do what like the is the, of the idea. We got to look that up now. <laughs> I do like the idea of it's a David Copperfield sort of magician performing this um this thing on the Sphinx, and then when he goes to bring it back, it just doesn't come back, mm. and and it's all it's all about how um you know you got to do, do an investigation to try and work out what actually happened to the Sphinx, and um I think you could go into some weird like time travel bullshit. Oh yeah, well my mind first went to like old Carmen San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> because you know it's like a mystery and um ooh 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 Egypt. okay so so you there well, the, we need- this is just the first part of the game you know how uh where in the world is Carmen San Diego yeah. had like lots of little things in which you but were, we need like, a different name because otherwise it's going to be copyright infringement so let's <laughs> hmm, hmm Gregory San Antonio or <laughs> Jeremy London. <laughs> are, are you actually joking right now? Because that is an actual actor's name. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. I just like pick random fucking word- <laughs> names out. Um, well, I know Jack Jeremy- London is a is a brand, right? Jacqueline London. Okay. I'll no, Jack it. London. Uh, Isn't that like a clothing brand? I don't know, but Jacqueline London. Okay. Where cool. where in Egypt is Jacqueline London? All right. <laughs> nice. She's over there. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> that was Hi a quick there. game. <laughs> Here's another quick game. <laughs> Maybe it could be like a WarioWare game, but all of them are like basically like, where's Wally? <laughs> like the first level is just like there's you know just like a comp- like a regular desert and then there's just like a person standing over. <laughs> okay, so where in time is Jacqueline London? Okay, yeah, um, sure, we can go there. Yeah. So I like the idea that the very start after you see you know the big reveal of the Sphinx being um, um, well being maybe not the big reveal. Of the, the well, big conceal. <laughs> After the big conceal, um, there is no big reveal. Uh, <laughs> After the lack thereof of a big reveal. Um, and then, like, as you, as you talk to the, um, to the chief of Interpol or wh- whoever yeah. the hell you're actually talking to there, well, um, that's also you, you find out that there was a, um, there was a, a young lady who was seen fleeing the vicinity. Mm. And it's all. She was a random bystander. Oh my god, yeah, wait, I- was it Cleopatra? <laughs> it's just a young Cleopatra is just running away. <gasps> away from but the where it actually vortex. comes down to is the fact that this is actually it was a time heist in that in the yes. fact that like the Sphinx Ooh. has been t- stolen from time. Ooh. Yeah, which is still very hard to do because it's a very big thing. Yes. Okay, question, where does she hide it? Where did where does she find the space to hide it? Well, it turns out that she isn't the um she's not like Carmen San Diego at all. Okay. I'm thinking that she's from the future and she's she just happened to be there because she was investigating the mystery herself. Oh, oh and she so she's caused like a, a time agent? Did she yeah. cause like a butterfly effect or something? For like the Sphinx yeah, never by, got built. By or being something. there at that at that exact second, she's sort of made it happen. Um Ooh. So through so she, the effects of causality, <laughs> yeah. So she was just <laughs> like, know. "Let's end slavery now," and like Ooh, none of the pyramids in twenty twenty. <laughs> in the end, because it could be like a point and click adventure, right? Where you you gather your clues and you you're using items on things and mm-hmm. investigating. But in the real end, you find out that uh, Jacqueline actually stole it on purpose because she knew that there was intel that it was going to get stolen, so she preemptively went back in time again and then stole it first and hid it. Oh, and it's a big, like, Bill and Ted's sort of reveal that yeah. was like, fine then, yeah. um, I'll, I'll, once I get out of here, I'll go back in time and I'll steal it first and I'll leave it, behi- <laughs> I'll leave it behind 
I'll leave it behind the Statue of Liberty. And then yep. it shows like a picture of the Statue of Liberty and goes out and there's a Sphinx behind it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought, I thought the big reveal at the end, like we've done all this mystery stuff and then it turns out, oh, it just like rotated the thing so you couldn't see where the Sphinx was and it was there the whole time and no one bothered to check. Like, oh, okay. Oh, Jesus. Like, okay. They just painted, they just had a painted, like, board up that just looked like the rest of the desert. <laughs> Did it with green? It was a mirror. It only worked from that one vantage point. <laughs> See, here's the thing. I really feel like the audience, when, when they saw the mirror and they saw themselves reflected, you know, in the mirror, they probably should have been like, hey, that's just a mirror, isn't it? They didn't vanish the Sphinx at all. <laughs> they got rid of the Sphinx and they re- replaced it with duplicates of us, applauding, applauding An at identical the exact crowd. same time. <laughs> but no Wizards. one suspected. And then he was, bur- and then David, and then cut to David Copperfield, uh, tied to a stick and being burned at the stake for being a witch. He's like, okay. <laughs> Where did you put the Sphinx and how did you replace us with all our twins that we'd never met before <laughs> that live inside the glass? <laughs> which, which? Oh, fucking hell. Oh, God. <laughs> um, okay, so who's the real bad guy? Um, the people that are persecuting that- David Copperfield for being a witch. <laughs> Was it was it actually the fact that Jacqueline London has come back in time and she was investigating David Copperfield because he'd been, um, you know, oh, what a, stealing what a, all these great works of art all over the world? What about mm. if the twist was that the person that she stole it from was like she was going to steal it herself, but it was like, you know, some like a version of her later in the timeline. So she stole it away from her who was going to steal it or something. I yeah. don't know. Time travel I do, stories I do kind of like the idea of- of Jacqueline London showing off a badge saying that, you know, I'm a time agent and all this sort of stuff. But the problem is- <laughs> It's just a cereal box. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is you never actually were able to contact the time agency to actually Because it never her. existed. Or at least it hasn't existed yet. <laughs> because she was actually from this time, she was just a uh, grifter who was literally going around the world trying to steal all the- all the shit. <laughs> Cheeky fucking bitch. It's like, don't worry. I've hidden it from the real thief. I've put it in a safe place. Wink. Wink. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you can have multiple endings where you're, like, you apprehend David Copperfield or maybe, like, <laughs> the, the game. Yeah, and burn him at the stake. Or you, like, um, go down another path where you have some, like, real, like, actual, uh, like, like emotional villain. <laughs> Oh, okay. Like your token villain that, like, the game kind of pushes you towards him doing it the whole time, but there really was the fucking Jacqueline lady all the time fucking conning you. Mm. I like that. <laughs> and it and it turns out that all the villains throughout history were actually just Jacqueline London. <laughs> <laughs> like, she was Attila the Hun, it was Hitler. Um- she can actually time travel? Oh, what? Did we not establish from the start of this that she can? No, well, we were just saying that we say that she's, she, um, you know, has a cereal box on from the time agency. Yeah. So I just assumed, like, the whole thing was a farce. No, I thought, she I thought, was just like, I thought it would be like the bitch. Meet the Robinson shit where it's like that she can time uh, travel, but she's not like an actual federal agent. Yeah. She's just some yeah. random person who's just like, oh, yeah, I have to take this giant. Egyptian statue with me because I'm a very important person from the future. <laughs> See this? Damn. I'm with the Kellogg's department. <laughs> I'm the special K. <laughs> uh, I'm special K, and here are, here are my here are my deputies, Snap, Crackle, and Pop. <laughs> Oh shit! That's the most people have laughed about rice bowls. Over there is my dog, Sultana Brand, and his mother, All Brand. Okay, three to one click. Oh, good. With this one. Okay, this goes somewhat with my previous word of mystery. 
Mystic. Oh, okay. Fetish. Oh, that. <laughs> can we verify that? Can we can we get a screenshot of that to verify that you just didn't say fetish? Sure. <laughs> sure. Like poop scoop. Oh, what's my word? Anamorph. There you go. That could There's have been that could have been photoshopped artistry. I just snippy. I don't know how you want me to tell you. <laughs> she had it I believe you, Mrs. Lalante. Artistry. Artistry from the Irish. Um, artistry. to be sorry, this is some artistry. Um, so artistry fetish. Artish, fetish. And mystic. Okay. Oh, it's the mystical fetish leprechaun it is. <laughs> no. Uh, no. <laughs> so. You've heard of the sock gnome. <laughs> enter the fetish leprechaun. Jeez, I, I don't want to enter the fetish leprechaun, thank you. <laughs> But that's his fetish. He comes in and polishes all your sex toys while you sleep. <laughs> Don't kink shame me. Kink shaming is my kink. <laughs> that's a good line. Okay, so now I'm just thinking that there's, there's a character. There's a character who's both an artist and a mystic. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. A mystic being involving or characterized by esoteric, otherworldly, or symbolic practices or content as certain religious ceremonies and art. That's why mm-hmm. I thought artist as well. Um, okay. But it can also be a, a person who claims to attain or believes in the possibility of attaining insight into mysteries, transcending ordinary human knowledge mm. as by direct communication with the divine or immediate. Um, so she reads the Kama Sutra, or whatever. Move on. Ecstasy. <laughs> So, um, this person who's an artist and believes in- Does yoga, um, hot yoga. And the mystery of the fetish leprechaun. Um, Jesus, don't entertain her. Good I God. win. I win. <laughs> okay, so now you've got to come up with a game of that. <laughs> quickly, quickly. Hmm. You said fetish leprechaun, you've got, fetish, you've got the- um, Maybe- Maybe it's like a um, a plants vs zombies type thing where you have to. Oh no 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 no! Um, what's that game where you have to draw things and then it comes to life? Drawn to so life. So you're like this. <laughs> yeah. So you you're like this mystical painter who you know just can, keeps like, drawing dicks. Can draw things to come <laughs> at your life, and you've got to appease the fetish leprechauns, otherwise they'll destroy your house. This is terrible. Okay, <laughs> I, 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 I want. I have so many questions. Like, how are we going to? How are you going to score? How how well you have pleased the fle- fetish leprechauns? <laughs> okay, what so algorithm what, are we I, using? what I'm going to put forward is. Um, it's kind of similar in the in the previous game where we ended up going pointed click. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that we go full Point FMV dick. Okay, uh, so it's fully FMV where you're mm-hmm. where you're going through <laughs> and talking to these people. This sounds like um, pornography. Whose right. sex toys have been have been polished in the middle of the night, and mm-hmm. they've been polished. They didn't do it. Oh, okay. And and they've been cleaned and sanitized, and each of them <laughs> had a card saying um, "clean and sanitized by the fetish." Fetish leprechaun. Okay. We need um, to give him a name. I, I vote don't. Sammy. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Don't drag me down with you. <laughs> oh, I'm Sammy. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Was that supposed to be Irish? Oh, I'm Sammy. <laughs> Jesus. Good God. I'm just I'm just yeah. wondering whether we're going to actually call this episode Darn. Sammy the Fetish Leprechaun. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. This is slander. <laughs> I'll see you in fucking court. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's just regular title name featuring Mrs. Lelante and Sammy the Fetish Leprechaun. <laughs> It's just like a, no- a normal, a normal wholesome episode featuring Mrs. Latte and Sammy the Fetish Unicorn. Fuck off, Siri. Fuck off. 
Um, did you say? Did you just say fetish unicorn? Because I'm always like shit at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a horse, but I've got like a dildo on my forehead. I'm fucking picking a new one. Oh, what an appropriate word that I've come up with for my next word for the next thing that we're moving on to. My word is veto, and that's very fucking appropriate. Good God. <laughs> Inequality. Yeah, that 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 also tracks. Uh, it's a game where you're playing uh, as, as a really quite normal, lovely, wholesome person doing a podcast um, who is beset on all sides by people trying to my, accuse him of sex crimes. My, my word was caterpillar. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> My daughter just came in and is like, are you okay? (laughs) Yeah, you're going to have another asthma attack. (sighs) Yeah. Come, you fucking... Oh, that was great. (sighs) Mommy, I heard you talking loud about fantasies. What are those? I'm loving the idea of this of this caterpillar, and it's basically like the day in the life of the caterpillar, and how they don't think that you know it's fair that that they have to actually go from being a caterpillar into being something else. Like, mm. oh, okay, <laughs> it's a caterpillar that wants to go into his cocoon and come out as like you know like a hedgehog or something. <laughs> He's vetoing becoming a butterfly. Okay, yeah. so is this like he goes into his cocoon? He like. You know, like, lose, like, I don't know what happens. I, like, essentially die and then turn into, like, liquid stuff, right? And then they turn into a butterfly or something after that, right? Is it, is it does he go, like, uh, and then, like, you know, he he's all of a sudden, you know, in a mystical landscape and, you know, goes, like, oh, you're going to turn into a butterfly. It's like, no, fuck that. Um, yeah, I, I kind of picture that, um, his friend, who's just gone through the metamorphosis, was really awesome before he went in, and then came out of came out of the cocoon as a dude, bro. And it's like, oh, he's just, he just a fucking vegan now. It's like, oh god. Oh, he's a hockey player. He's a hockey player. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the meathead that- hockey players, the ice hockey players, the Canadians. No. No, I okay. Know. I mean, I was, I was just they're like dude bros. I was just imagining that it would have a very short hockey career. <laughs> no, no, I just meant like the mannerisms. You'd be like, "Hey, bro! Like, look at my sick wings, bro! Aren't they like amazing? Yeah, yeah!" Like flapping really hard and, and really flexing and shit. Yeah, <laughs> it flexes, and because it's not flapping its wings, it just immediately falls down and hits the ground. It's like, it's like, yeah, I don't want to do that. And yeah, so just- I, I kind of like this this idea of. Um, you know, this caterpillar wanting to go against this baser instincts of of wanting to eat. And it just turns into almost like a um, kind of Hollow Knight-esque um, trip throughout the tree, trying to find find the secret of of how to how to not um, transform. I'm it's kind of thinking the emo caterpillar. <laughs> what? So it just dies, <laughs> and then and then it goes like, "Yeah, Fuck. you did it. You killed yourself." I, I'm, like, I'm kind of thinking that there's. There's like this story about this other caterpillar who left the uh, safety of the branch many years ago, and so you're now on a on a mystical journey to find this mm. this missing caterpillar. A coming uh, of like age your, story. Yeah, um, yes. I kind of like the idea of seeing this like really beautiful butterfly, and it's and actually the figure out uh, his personality, like the grandparent or whatever. Um, turns out that you know you don't have to turn into a dude, bro. It's basically your choice. Okay. <laughs> You're in charge of your own destiny. Alright. <laughs> you just have to go through you have to go through your dude bro you have to go through one of your phases. Like you have to go through your emo phase or your dude phase or you have to go through I don't know, other phases. It's kind of like uh, it's kinda of like the sorting hat in in Harry mm. Potter where if you don't want to be in Slytherin then you don't have to be in Slytherin. Um, you know, you get to sort of choose where you want to go. Yeah. Maybe because you were saying like a Hollow Knight-esque, maybe you talk to a lot of people and there's actually pathways. So it always remembers what choices you made. And by the choices is what butterfly you come out as as the end, in the end. <laughs> one of yep. them's so- just a hedgehog. <laughs> one, one, one of them's Shadow the Hedgehog. That's your emo face. One of them's just dead. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. You come out and you're all emaciated and like the wings just fall, to, <laughs> like, fall apart yeah, and turn to dust. Because it turns out that you haven't actually eaten enough to. Yeah. to because the idea being that the collectibles are actually the awesome leaves that mm. you that you eat. Sick leaves, bro. So it's it's actually um, your ending determines is determined by how many collectibles you actually collected throughout the game. Yeah, and maybe each um, option of dialogue also gives sort of those collectibles as well hmm. to encourage you to actually talk to people. But then if you don't yep. talk to people, there's an then ending you get as well. Emo yeah. Then you become Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> okay, three to one. And then you get a gun. That's pretty cool, though. That's just part of it. You like you you just emerge out of the thing with a gun, fully formed. It's like, right? This is new. I love this game. Okay. Okay. Who wants to go three to one? Click. Reflex. Pervert. Fuck off! As if you got that. Fuck off! It's terrible because now I've just I've I've got one that was perfectly fine on its own, but with the context, it's not great because I got palm. I'm like, <laughs> not great. Palm pervert flex. Reflex. Reflex. I mean, well, so, flex is in it. So this is this is it's David Copperfield again, but he's like super horny this time. <laughs> he's like palming condoms or some shit. God. He's using a ten Maybe. ten kai Ooh. palm to to you know sneak a dildo. Into David the Copperfield. I'm horny for magic. <laughs> God! Oh God! Like I'm imagining wow. that, like a ninety, like a nineties, like music, um, not music, like magic teaching, like not DVD, oh obviously, because nineties, but like VHS for like children, and <laughs> just like I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Copperfield, I'm sure that you you're amazing, is, but yes. you're the first magician that comes to mind. It's gonna, it's, it's just like um, me and David Cop- Larry, except for David Copperfield. Me and David Copperfield are, are going to be launching a joint class action. Lawsuit. You you want to buy a watch? <laughs> They're just in this splashes suit. Whereby you want to see my magic wand? <laughs> yeah. oh, it's purple God. and has a hairy sack. Jesus, that's awful. <laughs> and and every time he opens it up, he goes, "Why don't they ever want to see my wand?" And he actually pulls out a wand with a hairy sack underneath. Like, <laughs> so so what he does like, is he does that trick where he like distracts you, and then he like takes his watch up and like, "Is this your watch?" And then like he does, he's like, going like "Oh, is we pick a." card you know look at my card below and you know like he shows the card it's like no that's not my card it's like oh well i took all your clothes and the person's just naked and it's just like you weren't paying attention it's all mirrors oh bitch. My- <laughs> <laughs> i never actually took off your clothes it was just mirrors yeah it was just mirrors. <laughs> smoke bomb yeah oh my and just real nimble fucking fingers <laughs> so is this like a um he fucks the is this like a is this like a quick action like game is like as soon as they turn around you gotta like smash the b button as fast as you can to quickly get your hands in and take the clothes off or something <laughs> yeah it's just it's just like fucking akiba's trip again fucking that shit uh so it's like oh a- god a weird that- visual novel thing with like quick yeah. time events oh my god <laughs> This has taken a really weird turn. You Let's take, click again. You take all his clothes off, shove the butt plug in, put them all back on. And he's like, ooh. It's like, what the hell was that? Um, it's just so much. Okay. Pale. I'm feeling a bit Hysteric. Pout. I mean, that's nothing. Let's go um, again. So I'm thinking. I'm going to sit, switch to obscure. Oh, God. No, no. I won't. I won't. Um, so pale, I'm thinking like by the pale moonlight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think that's got a, got a like, nice sort of connotation. Or like vampire pale. Ooh, ooh, okay, yeah, I like that. Um, Still resonates with moonlight. Out. So hysteric um, is was your word, wasn't it? Mm. So I'm thinking this is still, sort of set where. Um, Back before medicine was sort of known about, you know, how hysteria is like the madness in in women, women around the yep. time of their bloody 
period, which is complete bullshit. Um, I mean, it's not the madness, shit. I mean, it's, it's the, the way shit. that the doctors thought about it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They're just fucking stupid. It's not bullshit. Um, it's <clears throat> pussy blood. Yeah. But anyway, I think I think it's a, a good descriptor for, for the time period. Mm. Um, kind of set around Dracula, but- um, Okay. What's Dracula. what's your what's your word? Mine was just like pow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I again. Oh yeah, I mean, I did, and it was on super common, so it was super insistence. If you were to use that, super insistence. I mean, well, that's vampiric, right? Because you really got to insist that they do things. Like they've got like their their mind powers, where they're like, yeah, you, you can yeah, throw people, suck yeah. your blood. Did you say suck okay, your so we'll blood? Okay, so take it as like a roll. I said suck. Thank you. Thank you. It's like, it's that time of the month. What? Let's get down to it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> now who's being a dirty little leprechaun? I mean, Sammy the fetish leprechaun. Well, my, my trick is to do something absolutely awful and then just immediately retract and, and let just everyone do their own thing and think I'm a terrible person for a few minutes. Okay, so... So vampires set in like I the fucking mid- shut up, Siri. <laughs> fucking shut your face. Do you think Dracula would be more into it, like at at that point in the month? Oh, we're not going there, Sammy. <laughs> uh, it's dead blood. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. But in fact, like- we're, we're, in fact, we're going to click again because this is getting cut. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, oh, one, no! click. <laughs> Okay. Sweet. Igloo. Who wants to go first? Igloo. Okay, yep. <laughs> this is going to be a really Sammy. fun, lighthearted game. Igloo. Amputation. <laughs> <laughs> and that works well with mine. Saw. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just right there. It's Jigsaw, but a lot colder. <laughs> what, what, Unless- what if Jigsaw, like, uh, decided to set up shop uh, at the Antarctic station? Hmm. Unless in nuclear this is winter. like a uh, getting over it kind of jumping thing where you <laughs> where are you trying to like yourself? hike. Well, you're trying to hike a mountain, right? So you've got to find shelter. And a lot of the time you get maybe it's like Oregon Trail where you've got like a heap of people to manage, you know, how far you walk every day, when you stop to rest. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I really like get, this. Yeah, maybe they somebody gets gangrene in their leg or whatever. And then you've got to saw it off. And yeah. then you've got to cut it off. And then you've got to keep traveling with them somehow. And maybe you could find an alpaca salesman. So you have an alpaca to help you traverse the mountain <laughs> and put the, the amputee on the alpaca. I don't know. So, of course, we we know that the mountain is Mount Everest. Like, mm. for some yeah. reason, there's igloos around there. But it's it's got no. us to an awesome place. So, yeah. um, I do like the idea of you being a Sherpa. Uh, taking people up <laughs> yeah. up the mountain to you know, kill this them. is like your this is like your one hundredth trip up the mountain. So you know you mm-hmm. you your character is always going to be fine because you've lived on this mountain your whole life. Yeah, but everyone else is kind of fucked. Yeah, um, yes, yeah, so you could just leave and- them to the yetis. <laughs> <laughs> you got the ski free yeti. Just come down. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I kind of like the Best idea that with the, the reason why so many people die on Mount Everest is because the Sherpas are actually allowing these people to die as sacrifices to the Yeti, so that oh. um, <laughs> yeah, so that the Yetis actually allow everyone to continue um, yeah. climbing. You know, it's as long as we business. kill a third of the people that go up there, um, they leave us alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they died of frostbite. We had to eat them for nutrients. <laughs> I mean, they died of frostbite. What was the Yeti's name? Frost. Frost. There we go. <laughs> Dumb. Ah, Love it. They died from frostbite. I yep. think she gets it. I'm a bit slow. Very good. <laughs> That's but actually not really as cool. slow as that guy that got eaten by frost. <laughs> Bite. Goodbye. Yum 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 yum. I, I I would love it if it was the ski free yeti. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a horny yeti, I'm interested. <laughs> what are they biting? Oh, you know, I think you know what they're biting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, three to one of Mrs. Lalante. <laughs> Projectile.
Okay. Fulfillment. Fulfillment. Oh, nice. so you're throwing butt plug. Um, Cry. <laughs> what? Cry. It's what you know, it, oh, my uh, God. I know what this is. You're throwing, like, pacifiers at babies <laughs> to get them to shut up. Uh, you just... Not in a sexual just, way, in a no, throw. No, I didn't. I didn't even. I, I was know, like, oh, but like, ni- like 90% of the time it's like, oh, yeah. Let's go back to like 90s animation where it's like Rugrats and you've just got like the pacifier cannon and you're just like <laughs> shooting <laughs> binkies into babies' mouths. Perfect. Like, and they're like clowns with their mouths open, screaming from side to side, and you just gotta pop it in there. You gotta time it just right so it doesn't go like straight <laughs> through their mouth and down their windpipe. <laughs> Otherwise, oh, it's God. gonna be a bad time. And then you fulfill their needs. So then after that, you've got to uh, change their diapers. Yep, that's exactly what I'm. I'm pretty sure you were thinking. Oh shit! You need to fulfill <laughs> yeah. their needs. Okay, yeah, so feed them. Ooh. Is this sort of like, um, I'm picturing almost like, if you remember the old game Operation Wolf, where it's sort of like, Ooh. it went across the screen, it was like one of the original um, uh, shooting sort of games, almost like a virtual cop sort of thing. I'm picturing oh, that yes. you could actually have that that sort of thing, just an old 2D style yeah. Um, yeah. I'm imagining like along. they're on conveyor belts and, and like the your player character is basically like one of the turrets from portal but with binkies (laughs) (laughs) and then there's like some toddlers and if you put it in the toddler's mouth they get cranky with you (laughs) Mm. because they're like i don't need a binky and if you hit them too hard then they just bounce off them and go and then like fall off the conveyor belt yeah don't get them don't get them in the eye because that gets really messy yeah no that's so cool i I like that little the the like, like a horrible it's a, infection. Like an arcade game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You you could you could put it as like one of the micro games in um, what was it? Point Blank. So you're just like shooting. Yeah. <laughs> shooting pacifiers and. And you have to make out. sure that you reload it in the right way, otherwise you're shooting bullets at them. It's like oh, oh god. See, I like to make things fucked up. Is the thing. <laughs> I haven't noticed. Yeah. Oh god! Three to one. We should page. watch Final Destination together. Reviewer, reef, 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 reef reviewer. Inertia. Oh, okay. Well, that Ooh. kind of fucks up everything. But all right. Um, <laughs> well, not really. Inertia. Because I can understand reviewing a reef, but not inertia, unless the reef mm. is moving. Well, I know, I know where Ben would want to take this. Um, because a noun, a tendency to do nothing or remain unchanged. The bureaucratic inertia of various tiers of gov- government. So it's all wow. about the Great Barrier Reef. And yeah. there's no, like, movement on, all right. on, like, actually doing something about it. This, um, doesn't sa- this just sounds like me being depressed. Yeah. Okay. So this this is a one of those sort of um, wake so up people. This is like dirty sort of games. Yeah. Wake up sheeple the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, almost it could be because instead of review, like you're reviewing something uh, and giving it a star rating, maybe the policy for protecting the reef is up for review. Yeah. And you've got to- And you're working on the inside trying to actually make slight changes to the policy that um, because because the politicians don't know English that well, by choosing the right (laughs) word- um, you actually can change change its meaning. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I like that. I like that. So it's kind of a uh, an educational kind of game where you yeah. can use your thesaurus to change the meanings of things a little. So it's it's like a people rise up game mixed with a word game. <laughs> I just kind of, I like it. I kind of like the idea of. You know, you get given um, different things that you got to sort of do um, for the two two groups because you're almost like a double agent. You're working um, for a minister, but you're also working for like a you know a Greenpeace esque like organization. Um, and maybe you have to take photos of the reef 
and attach photos to the review, and you got to choose like the best ones to show the most damage or yeah. Mm. But of course, you've got to try and keep um, you got to keep your job, and you know sometimes you may have to do something that seems bad at first, but then you can twist around later on. Mm. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Like I just it. want to drill down into the into the wordplay. Because I've been doing a lot of cryptic crosswords. I'm just like, okay, so we need to make a tiny change, which is <laughs> small. And small sounds like tall. And tall is big, so we're going to make a big change. That makes sense. <laughs> That's, yeah. No, I like that. That's cool. I was going to go on like a Phoenix Wright thing where you're actually oh, sitting in the um, in the parliament and you've got to make your case to make the changes to the reef. So you've got to gather all of your evidence and g- gather the people um, who's going to come in and speak on your behalf, like biologists and stuff. And when the opposition is like, stop, <laughs> you know, but you haven't considered this evidence. <laughs> um, and then try and shift it. I mean, I suppose what you could also do is make it that you are actually the minister. And so you can actually, you know, you get given all these awesome, awesome things that could save the reef. And then one thing that could make you lots and lots of money. And, yeah. but it's like, it, it almost rewards you for being a complete and utter asshole and just makes you feel yeah, you really, take the really r- bad. <laughs> you bleach it more so that you can dig it up and gr- grind it up and sell it as cocaine. Mm. So, so maybe this could just be like a small part of a bigger thing. Maybe it's like politician simulator. And this is just one aspect of the game, just reviewing the reef. But maybe you have to review lots of different policies, a bit like uh, Papers, Please, where a lot of things come Mm -hmm. in and you've got to decide what policies you're going to enact and which ones you're going to reject and which ones you're going to change. And that alters the way that it is. But you keep getting bribes from certain companies or, um, you know, you've got people blackmailing you and you've got you know, hitmen after you or something. <laughs> like, is this second life? Like, is this game going to be played in real time? Uh, it's like, after no. play for four not. years. <laughs> four actual years. No, nothing four, much happening yeah. today. <laughs> um, no, I really, I really like that idea, but uh, I kind of like the idea of having, um, like, the different endings in which, you know, you complete, be a complete and utter bastard. And that gives yeah. you the mm-hmm. bastard ending. The and Donald can Trump be, ending. Know, <laughs> just name it after all these different, all these different people. Uh, the Donald yeah. Trump Harold Holt ending, ending, in which you went to the reef to have a bit of a swim, and then you just never <laughs> were seen from again. <laughs> you became one with the reef. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think you could have you could have a bit of fun with you know sort of showing. Well, if you did this, then everything would be hunky dory. But in reality, yeah. you're never going to ask. Okay. Yourself. I think that about does it for tonight. We're yeah. we're just over an hour in. I'll cut out some stuff, but won't get that much cut out. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we 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 have the best one. I mean, who who yeah, wouldn't fuck want to buy uh, Sammy the fetish leprechaun the game? <laughs> <laughs> the Come full FMV. How many fingers do you think I'm holding up at this point? <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two uh, middle fingers in my dick. Fuck you. <laughs> anyway. Well, thank you for having us on. Yeah. So, um, Sammy, Mrs. Lalante, do you want to say where people can can find you online and all those wonderful places? You said that very cautiously. I'm very concerned <laughs> about that. Slag yes. mustn't defame him anymore. You can find me on Twitter at Sammy DJ, S-A-M-M-Y-D-W-D-G-E. Uh, you can find my music at Pyrite Music, P-Y-R-Y-T underscore music. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Um, yeah, and Mrs. L. Oh, well, you're yeah. making a game as well, so tell people about the yeah, game. Yeah, that okay. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm making an actual uh, game that won't defame people. Um, with my group, uh, known as Umbrella Party Co. So you can follow them at Umbrella Party Co., which is kind of 
spelled how you'd expect it to be spelled on Twitter. Um, and we're making a game called Miska, and it's super cool, and I'm doing all the audio for it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I've played it, and I can confirm it is very It's going cool. to be quite a bit different from what you probably played, though, is the thing. <laughs> but better. That's all right. Well, better's always good. And Mrs. Lulante, yeah. where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch, um, M-R-S-L-L-A-N-T-E. I'm sure uh, Trev will put some uh Oh, yeah, there'll be, there'll be links in the description. <laughs> in the doobly-doo. But, uh, yeah, I run a uh, improv and comedy game show uh, called Mrs. Lulante's Tentacle Time. Uh, there are several VODs, including the one with uh, the lovely Trevor and Ben from Bitstorm. With the wonderful Cherry Heart. That was yes, so much yes, fun. Yes, Cherry. Um, and Sammy's also been on numerous yes, episodes. and fucking <laughs> so, crushed uh, it. Sure you- <laughs> I almost killed you We're going to have to go on great. it again one day because it yeah, was so definitely. much fun. Definitely, but um, no um, no new episodes coming out uh, at the moment, but they will be coming out soon, so keep an eye on Twitter. Awesome. We all need um, some some good comedy in, the, in these days. <laughs> <laughs> these dark, dark days. Something to fucking laugh about. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Very true. Very Christ true. Bro. Yeah. Okay. And you can also find both Sammy and Mrs. Lalante on the Inconsolables. Ooh. Just look on Podchaser for... The yeah. newest member of 8-Bit. And- yeah. Yes, newest member of 8-Bit. Congratulations, guys. Welcome. Thank you. Okay. Well, we you. had to be as cool as you guys. Yeah. Like, well, and Sammy was already there before us all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, like, lapped all you fucks. <laughs> I, don't okay. I don't know what I'm saying And anymore. we'd also like it if you could check us out on podchaser.com. Uh, just go to podchaser.com slash bitstorm, uh, where you can give a rating or review. We're part of the 8-Bit Network, an awesome group of people uh, who just really want to help each other out and, like, support each other. And mm-hmm. Brendan's Save got an amazing reefs. little family happening together, pretty much. Yeah, there's a lot of different creators there, from, like, Dungeons & Dragons to movie reviewers and to game games and, games and podcasts and oh yeah. we're we're officially in that part of the the podcast yeah. yeah the part where you're just like thank you for watching please do this please do this thank yes. you for watching please do this also thank you for watching also <laughs> check out the australasian gaming podcast network just search for the australasian gaming podcast network on facebook or if you're twitter bound then at AGP Network for all those wonderful people out there. Uh, finally, right. we'd like to thank Kuradust for the use of the song Mount Defiance of the album Containment Failure. And that's it for today, guys. Thank you very much for coming on and joining me in this. Follow us on Twitter. Thank you. Follow us on Twitter. Yeah. Enjoy. Yes. Enjoy, so, listeners. Um, well, it's the uh, end of the podcast. Hopefully, the end- they've already enjoyed themselves. It's the End of the podcast. So it's the I've been Travis Scott. End of the podcast as I'm we Mrs. know it, and I'm Sam. I can't wait to play the game with Sammy stop, the stop Fetish it. Leprechaun. Stop the thing. Why don't you just stop? Sammy the Leprechaun. And that's the end of the podcast. Thank you for watching. Subscribe. Blah 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 blah.